1: Welcome back to PodSat, everyone. And uh, on this august occasion, uh, it is myself, Carlo, and Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hello. <laughs> um, and, and we will be discussing, uh, this is what, the 1985 adaptation of a 1979 novella called mm-hmm. Enemy Mine, Uh, Not enemy yours uh, because we're not about sharing. (laughs) It's all mine. Um, You know, it's starring. um, This this was a novella uh, written in 1979, uh, I believe. If I'm remembering correctly, it appeared first in. Uh, Back then, it was called Isaac Asimov's Science Fiction Magazine. Um, (laughs) It's certainly an
0: explanatory title, isn't it?
1: Well, you know, uh, speaking of (laughs) magazine, mine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Isaac wanted to make sure that everyone knew he had a magazine. Um, Have you?
0: Sorry to side check like forty-five seconds of the episode, but if you open up the Wikipedia page for the Enemy Mine novella. Um you will see uh, che- cheers to that I uh, cheers indeed there we go I shall open my diet coke um you will see the the actual illustration um mm-hmm. of uh, from the cover of that uh and it's it's uh, remarkably similar to the direction they went in the movie I will say yep. but the thing that jumps out at me is the O in Asimov's is straight <laughs> up just Isaac Asimov doing like a – that's all folks <laughs> with that and the O in uh, his I, own I, name <laughs>
1: I was just I, thinking to myself, like as this movie progressed, and, and and we'll we'll get into it, but I do want to jump ahead a little bit because you know, away on a planet, <laughs> you know, uh, and and I do believe that the um the 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 direction of uh, how uh, what is it Willis Davich uh, Davich Davidge, um is is presented here on the cover. Uh, is very, um, shall we say, Christ-like?
0: <laughs> I oh, you know that's a good point. I was thinking he's Christopher Lee like, but he is also <laughs> definitely Christ-like. You are right about that.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. if if uh, if if your if your manger <laughs> had like um like a uh, 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 Jesus and also a lizard person, uh, yeah
0: and and uh, and also Jesus had gotten beard and mustache styling tips from Anton mm. levey
1: <laughs> True, true. And then and and on the magazine cover from on high, Isaac Asimov looks on disapprovingly. <laughs> uh,
0: this is not anyway. science fiction. <laughs> this is fantasy, sci fantasy. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> to say.
1: I could just imagine him having some sort of weird freak out. He did buy the 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 damn story, so I guess he he liked get, it. Enough. Yeah,
0: apparently, yeah.
1: Uh, anyway. But but yeah, so it it won a Nebula Award in '79, and then uh, following year, because the Hugo's were like one year after, or about a half a year after, actually, uh, it won uh, a 1980 Hugo Award for best novella. Yeah. So, uh, I, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was to say, m- my understanding is that I mean, clearly, this was well liked at the time. Um, but I forget if it was you or maybe it was Pete who told me this. That apparently, or like maybe I read it somewhere else. But uh, uh, apparently, like uh, w- within a few years, um, people kind of looked down on this novella as being kind of like stereotypical of the stuff that was winning. At the time, and and was kind of then you know pretty rapidly seen as like passé within you know by like the end of the eighties.
1: Oh, so it was hope punk. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I, I I think you know this is. It's interesting to think about this in the context of, like, you know, winning the 1979 Nebula and the 1980 Hugo because, you know, 79 and 80, you know, I don't know if this was apparent at the time, but a whole lot of stuff was about to change in sci-fi and fantasy uh, both. And this definitely feels like, like the structure of the story. This if you told me that this one the the 1967 nebula i i would believe
1: you <laughs> I get, yeah i could see that i could see that because i mean uh you know honestly um and and we'll we'll get a bit further in um but but honestly this definitely has a very cold war ish oh, yes. feel to it extremely
0: right? so yeah now i uh, i I haven't read the novella, by the way. I meant mm-hmm. to, and then I just didn't. So
1: <laughs> it's fine. I, I haven't read it either. But no. but I mean, you know, I'm gonna guess that the adaptation is somewhat faithful to the novella. Uh, the
0: main plot points, at least going by the you know the, the three sentence plot summary, the main plot points are there, including a few that we'll talk about. That I was surprised that they weren't like, no, nah, this is too hard. We're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah, so um, so essentially the, uh, the 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 movie sort of opens on a spacescape, all right, and uh, mm-hmm. gives us a little bit of um, not a whole bunch. It's it, this isn't Dune, uh, nineteen eighty four Dune, where you know <laughs> there's a, like about five minutes of backstory to to get you up to speed. <laughs> uh,
0: Be, you know what they say, uh, beginnings are a delicate time.
1: <laughs> they they do say that um yeah they, this is very simple the the the, the humans is ha- the the humans is um what am I Gollum? um <laughs> the humans have uh you know expanded outward toward space um and have run up against uh the reptilian aliens called the drac um. Who you know the from the jump the movie makes sure to let you know what the human <laughs> perspective is. They have squ- they have squatters' rights. I loved that. I
0: loved that term squatters' rights. It's like mm-hmm. because it, it 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 does perfectly capture like I, I think. The movie starts out somewhat heavy-handedly, being like, maybe the humans aren't really the good guys. It's like pretty clear from,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. from <laughs> are, are like, we the baddies?
0: <laughs> yeah, and and when they say like, oh, this alien uses just says they have squatters' rights on this planet, which suggests, of course, that they are living. There. Yes, exactly right. Humans are like, whoa, who put all these aliens on this alien planet? What the hell?
1: Look, we we humans made our human laws and you should not be here.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Haven't you you gotten the memo? memo? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's very much. We had a public period for comment on Earth. You know, we had (laughs) two meetings. Why weren't you there?
1: yes exactly right um yeah so so uh i i do like that it, it definitely moves into this also let me let me um the opening
0: that. shot is what i wanted to talk about the first thing that you see or like, oh,
1: the 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 big space station
0: no the first thing you see is a fucking blasted corpse the, oh that's the, right yeah the yeah, head you're right. skull float into sea like like because yeah you're you're looking at this like this like beautiful prog rock starscape and then just a fucking like melted skull face in a in, like yeah, yeah, in like a, a shattered space suit, yeah, like with a shattered, shattered visor
1: and all that. Yeah, it's 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 gross. It's cool. I like yeah. it.
0: It's it's uh, uh, honestly, it suggests you're in for a much darker film than you actually wind up getting. Like, you feel <laughs> like, like like I kind of want to like if if you just showed me that and I didn't know that it was anything mine, I would assume what I was about to watch would be closer to Alien.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, something something along those lines. Um but yeah, yeah. So so it sets up, you yeah, know, like there's a there's a big uh, sort of space fortress uh which weirdly looks like some sort of um it looks like a bunch of uh head like big headphones put together. <laughs> it
0: it has a very um it, it has a very 2001 kind of feel to it. It's Yeah, yeah, it like a, a retro a, Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of got like the, um, like I think 2001 has a very mid-century aesthetic for what you see mm-hmm. of like Earth and lunar travel, but there is like a lint, a, a lint, a little hint was what I meant to say, a lint, a little hint of, um, <laughs> of like industrial to it. Mm-hmm. just just a little, just just a bit, and then and then like once you're actually on um, the, uh, I forget the name of the ship from 2001, nitwit that I am. Oh, I don't remember it either. But, but that that has a little bit more of an industrial and this is like a full step further. Like this has like the glimmerings of that kind of like rocket age style, but mm-hmm. is well on its way to just looking like a battleship, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's very chunky looking.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: as opposed to, you know, like what we get now, which is very um sort of like i <laughs> iPhone, you know, like yes. iMac sort of uh type of stuff where it's you know, gleaming white uh you know edges and rounded edges and bezels and stuff like that. Eh.
0: Or just endless greebles and like antennae and just like random knobbly bullshit all over the place. <laughs> I feel like is the other direction that sci-fi art design. Kate look, Cullen.
1: we should we should uh, we should probably integrate uh, gigantic upside down triremes <laughs> that look like cathedrals f- floating through space. Oh wait, oops, all Warhammer forty k.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's a bit of a chunky uh, space station, but I I like the aesthetic. It, it has a very the overall sci fi aesthetic is like. <sighs> I don't know what to compare it to. It's, it's that. Well, even,
1: even the spaceships that are inside remind me of like, um, like if they had extrapolated from, instead of like the eighties, they'd extrapolated from like the Vietnam era. What's the name of that? uh A Huey? No, not the Huey. No, no. I'm talking about the jets.
0: Oh, uh, um,
1: shit. I'm, I'm trying to remember now, but it, it that that sort of open like the the jet the the fuselage the main yeah. fuselage looks like a gigantic turbine type of oh i know look what you're talking them. about
0: yeah that's 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 not a tomcat is it, the is it, th- it? thunderbolt f4 oh the phantom are you are you talking about the phantom
1: is it uh let me see
0: here uh, it's just it's just like it's just oops oops all turbines to you know, yeah pretty to much pretty much from, from beginning yeah
1: yeah pretty much um yeah, probably uh probably an older version of the Phantom
0: or something. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I wasn't even thinking that, but looking at looking at the nose um oh, or the Corsair might be the other one. Mm, oh no. Yeah, I th- no, the the Crusader. That's the yeah, the Crusader. We go. Yes, Hell yeah. Yeah. And and yes, their ships look all like look
1: sort of like that. Yeah. Like they've extrapolated from that into space. Yeah, it's um, like
0: it, it's like it's like half Vietnam era fighter, half X-wing.
1: Mhm. Yep. I agree. Um so yeah, so so essentially, you know, they 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 go out on a like Dennis Quaid is playing the role of uh Willis Davidge, yep. uh fighter pilot.
0: Oh, and uh, oh man, is he ever a fighter pilot? I <laughs> I love I love the back and forth that he has with um I guess he's the pilot, so I guess the other guy is like the gunner or like the systems guy or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they're talking about uh, uh he's like he's like, Oh, I, I've got a date with uh what's your name? Uh, uh Mickelson or something? What,
1: what the heck? Something is like name? that, yeah. It was like the Murchison, nurse. Murchison,
0: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh I've got a you know, I've got a date with Murchison. And um Davich replies, like Murchison, the the, the nurse, don't they call her the white balloon? Um and the other guy's like, Oh, yeah, ha, ha, you know, hey, hey, hey um, which <laughs> little, I love, I love shortly later, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but but what what I love is is the moment that it sets up later, which we can talk to when we actually organically get to that point. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: So, yeah, so so they're out on the sortie The they the, the like they they get in, in or they engage with a, a series of Drac uh, fighters. Um, and like they suddenly have reinforcements um yeah i'm not going to belabor it a couple of people you know, a couple of the um the other pilots die uh davidge uh you know gets enraged and decides yes. to just go berserker mode and try to kill as many as he can he uh, basically wings one of the um one of the uh, the the ships and uh, sort of like follows it to this, like to a nearby planet uh, mm-hmm. to try to you know like kill it outright uh, to make sure. Um, and uh, so they hit atmosphere, and that's it. You know, like they're they're. I, I do like that detail that the 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 ships are not really designed to be yeah. in the
0: atmosphere. Yeah, and and it's it's played through well too. It's like like you hear like over the comms. I guess they're like, they're like wing leader or whatever is like, uh, like, what are you doing? You can't go down there. You're like, like you're going in too close. And and he's just like, Nope, Nope, we're doing it. We're doing it. Like his, his comms guy is kind of like, eh, I don't really want to do this, but yeah, (laughs) Uh, my date, my date, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I
1: want to go back to my date.
0: (laughs) But as you say, like, yeah, like Davich is like, He's like he's like the cool macho Tom Cruise. Actually, he's more of like an Iceman, I would say. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, he's got yeah, he's I agree. got kind of like that that uh little bit of that kind of like cocky kilmer vibe to him, I'd say. Mm-hmm.
1: Like like very arrogant, uh, Yes. and I think that, that that initial um that initially plays through when you know, when it gets a little further in and mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, like, so basically he crash lands uh, not before seeing, you know, like right before they hit atmosphere, he sees that the enemy pilots sort of ejected. Um, he's like, yeah, he ejected. I'm going to follow it down, blah, blah. And like uh, – uh, <sighs> Let's face it, he was getting ready to commit a war crime, <laughs> just yeah. shooting, shooting someone parachuting out of the, uh, out of their plane. Um, and, uh, essentially that's what, you know, does him in. He's, he's, his bloodlust, uh, gets him, you know, like he falls into the gravity well of the planet crash lands and his, uh, his poor guy, he's never going to make that date. Sadly, um, he dies on impact and, uh, so D- Davidge, um, is sort of like stunned. Mm-hmm. He comes to and, you know, like within short order, I do, I do like that the movie does not really waste a lot of time, um, you know, trying to make it too much, uh, him trying to survive on his own yeah. because th- the planets like just like.
0: It's fucked. It's, yeah, <laughs> there's, it's, there's nothing there. It's just there's
1: like, nothing there. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's
0: it's a procedurally generated MMO <laughs> planet. It's just like <laughs> endless mountains and some rocks. Um, oh, but but before we get to that, um, the the back and forth that Davich and the comms guy have, or his gunner or or whoever he is, um, like the the guy's dying, and and Davich is like, "It's okay. You're gonna like you're gonna make that date," and and he goes like, "No, you know." When when you get back, you don't you can't call Murchison the White Balloon anymore. It hurts your feelings. Don't let any of the other guys call her that. Um, and it's it's not like it's not played up like a joke. And I mm-hmm. thought it was it was an interesting humanizing moment because it immediately it it immediately sets up the fact that Davitch himself is like he's like a bit more of a jackass even. Mm-hmm. Uh, than, like the other, than like the other humans, um, mm-hmm. like, and, and it's, it's a very human moment where like this guy doesn't ask him, you know, you got to get revenge. He's like, can you do something nice and small for me, for this person who like, I feel bad that you've, you're, you know, all you other like macho jock fighter pilots are like being a huge asshole too.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's true
0: yeah i mean not, that, that's not the last uh deathbed promise um, that, <laughs> true uh, true that that Davich will receive in this movie either yes
1: um so yeah so uh he 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 you know like once um his gunner dies sort of like you know in his arms uh he he immediately sets out to sort of explore where the other fighter pilot has landed. And finds the pod, right? Yep. Uh He sees um, what we l- later learn is uh, – shit, what is it? He calls him Jerry. It's Jerry. Like Jeriba. Yeah, yeah, uh Yeah. What is it? Jeriba Shigna or something Sh- to that Shigan, effect? something like that. Shigan, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, You're but, right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but we, we got it. But, but I, you could not be uh, blamed for not having noticed that because – um, you, you mentioned there's some choices in in this film, and and one of them is the way that Lou Gossett Jr. in an amazing performance, I must say, mm-hmm. um, like delivers both the alien speech and like the English lines. He kind of talks like this the whole time, and it's like it's it's really hard to to understand, but it sounds great, honestly. No, it, like it, it, it really honestly, does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, hey, it's you, like know.
1: Luke Luke Jr. was asking for like gallons of milk before every <laughs> performance. Yeah. Just to get that that right uh, phlegm, phlegm in the back of the throat sound. Uh
0: it sounds it, it de- I mean it definitely sounds alien. And mm-hmm. like not just that, but like when you actually see him and he's got like he he doesn't just have like weird spines all over his body. Um he's got like a little tail, I think, in that yeah. first mm-hmm. uh appearance, and he's got these like breathing organs on the side of his head that like inflate and deflate it's mm-hmm. very it's very impressive and
1: not, not to mention that he's wearing like uh some sort of dentures i'm guessing
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: that have like weird uh citizen <laughs>
0: he's got like, he's got two beak, teeth beak.
1: yeah two like teeth. he's got yeah like he's but they're like beak-like uh, yeah. almost right uh it's it's very very strange like it's 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 truly to um to his credit that uh, as the movie progresses like really they they took pains to make him look very off-putting but he he delivers and his his performance physical and sort of uh, you know verbal and everything else is just so mm-hmm. good that you you can't help but be won over um and, and more or less at the same pace that um that davidge is i, I i'm not giving anything away mm-hmm. here uh, it's this isn't you know obviously this is um you know like the way that this is structured is essentially you know like yeah they have to figure out how to survive together on this hell planet mm-hmm. uh so you know anyway um yeah he does have a tail and he sees him like he's he's like on this um Like he's on the edge of this crater almost where there's – at the bottom there's a pool of just (laughs) fetid-looking water (laughs) that's gathered at the bottom of this crater. And uh, he sees – uh Jeriba, uh you know initially like swimming in this water and yeah l- like you said he has like this little like almost a Sleestack stack tail right <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh and and he's such he's such an asshole he's like ah i'm going to get him and he goes back he goes all the way back to his fucking crashed ship grabs like these uh the the remainder of his gas tank or whatever and pours it all out into the water so he could just Set it on fire, <laughs> like-
0: yeah. It's 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 fucking rad. Like, there's some it's it's funny because overall, if we're being perfectly honest, it looks it looks about it looks like you took an episode of like season one Star Trek The Next Generation and mm-hmm. you're like, here's an extra million dollars, you, like, add to it. Like, mm-hmm. it's 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 good, like, it's good. They it like the there's a lot of like fire effects. There's there's so many fucking like little explosions and stuff. But mm-hmm. it it looks it, it looks like a very well funded 1980s TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, sci-fi. I deal. mean, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. this, this all the the entire planet. I forget the name of the the, the fucking planet they're on. I don't fi- even fire firen. Fi- f- I think it's called. Yeah. Um, it, it just look it it completely looks like soundstage. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I, apparently they they filmed a bunch of it in um. I'm trying to remember the the original filming because we can talk about this later. <laughs> the, the the original the original filming was in Iceland and Budapest, um and uh I guess it's still, um, they filmed a bunch of it on like in like the Canary Islands hmm. as well. And then I guess they did a bunch more on sound stages, but all those, those like outside. um, Yeah. Those, those outside like shots with like the, the mountains in the background Mm -hmm. are um, in uh, a national park on on the Canary islands, apparently Hmm. on the, on the Island of Lanzarote. Hmm.
1: Okay. Well, now we know. I mean, Iceland would, would feel correct uh, given that, yeah, you just point point in a direction You're, There's probably some lava field where it looks yes. like a a complete different planet or something. Um but yeah, th- there is uh like 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 you said, I I think that that that's spot on. Um I I I don't know. It it helps me buy into it because it it actually looks I I don't know how to explain it. It it's it's this thing where there's just enough fakiness and yeah. just enough realism that there's buy-in. Um, and and everything's taken seriously. Like this isn't, you know, they're not like winking at the camera or anything like that. So
0: No, I, I, I agree completely. It, it's funny because like, it looks like you filmed on an actual other planet, it, like, which is to say, like if you've ever looked at, you know, the newest images from Mars, it doesn't Mm -hmm. look super impressive. It would look very bad, actually, if you were to use it as Mars in a movie, right? Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't look, Mars does not look Mars-like enough. Um, And so, like, this probably looks fairly close to what a barren, you know, volcanically active world would would look like uh, but as a result it has both a realness to it and it's like a little it's both a little bit underwhelming but at the same time like crunchy and uh believable
1: mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah so it, it's funny because uh the the first contact is completely like i mean first face-to-face contact um that the that uh, davidge <laughs>
0: and you <laughs> gets have zapped, right
1: well, he, 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 he pours all that fuel onto the surface of the, of the water while, uh, Jeriba's swimming in it. He's like, ah, I got you now, motherfucker. You know, he doesn't say motherfucker, but yeah, sucker, I got you. And he lights <laughs> it up and, uh, and Jeriba's just like, sort of like gets out at the opposite end of the pool. <laughs> He's like, the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, what happens is that uh, Davidge uh, takes that opportunity to sort of like jump down um, and run over, you know, like run around the edges yeah, of the
0: crater. he sees his
1: gun. And exactly, grabs his gun, but the gun is, sadly, <laughs> is protected. Yeah. It's, it's like completely zaps him like he's just like being slowly electrocuted.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it goes on for quite some time. Like he's just standing there just getting zapped over and over and over again while uh, Jariba is able to like walk all the way around the lake. He, he,
1: like leisurely <laughs> walk over. And, and granted, to his credit, like he's the one that's being aggressed upon. Yeah. And he's just like he looks at him and he just like kicks him off so that he breaks contact, mm-hmm. uh, and then he takes him prisoner yeah that that's it um <laughs> i do I do find it funny that he made him eat a slug,
0: though, oh my God, that's so fucking gross. the slug eating is is so okay, so it's both it's both gross and confusing like one one thing th- th- this is not the sort of film that it is, but if you were going to scrutinize this on like uh, hard science fiction terms, you know, like, well, where are they getting food from? (laughs) They they show them worrying about food, like very briefly. And then they're just like, oh, yeah, food. (laughs) They're just getting it. Don't worry about it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i think it's one of those things where it's like um in in a lesser movie it would be it would stand out a lot more because it's like well you, you see you need to shoot you need to shoot the aliens in their weak spot and you do it once and then everyone suddenly has like fucking perfect aim and you're like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah 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 uh whereas here you know they it is a consideration, but then it it, it sort of fades into the background because the main sort of a story is Jeriba and Davidge trying yeah. to sort of like come to terms with you know, th- they need to figure out how to cooperate mm-hmm.
0: I, I have to say though, I do like the first attempt uh, to communicate where um, Davidge is is hungry and he's watching um, Jeriba eat <laughs> his slug and he looks at him and, and goes, hey, hey, I'm hungry Hey, I'm hungry. And of course, you know, jeriba doesn't speak English and has no idea what he's saying. So he just kind of like, like ignores him. Um, and then Davich gets his attention again and he starts kind of like like smacking his lips, like like trying trying to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to kind of mime eating because like his hands are tied up, so he can't he can't use his hands. And um Jureba eats the worm. And, and then goes nom, 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 and then burps loud <laughs> like he just like makes this he just like, makes the face back at it. <laughs>
1: yeah, well I, he says he says food, you know, yeah. and and Jarima just like looks at him like gives like looks a scans at him. He goes like food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny it's it's just great it's real and it's not supposed to be like super f- like it's not a co- like i don't know it, it 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 comes across as comedic but it's a it's sensible not-
0: chuckle it's a sensible yeah yeah, chuckle. yeah yeah
1: but i i enjoyed it a lot i'm sorry the- <laughs> just
0: when he does eat the worm that worm prop is so gross looking it looks nasty. <laughs> it's so slimy i'm sure and- it was made out of some just some kind of like weird gelatin yeah probably probably. Dennis Quaid. But, but
1: yeah, like I think I think the issue is that it 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 definitely is not like an effect. It's actually something <laughs> and it's like yeah. covered in like some gross coating or something. it's like yeah. it just looks disgusting. And it's yellow. Yeah, and in yellow and then like, you know, obviously uh it's got heft because like uh my my man Davidge just like just deep half of it he he
0: chomps it he's like yeah I'm fucking eating I'm sorry dude I'm eating all this worm
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's like he he eats like half of it he like puts half of it in his mouth it's like wow okay commitment to the bit uh Thank God that it was actually something edible.
0: Well that's yeah, that that that's the thing that's like again, it's like it's it's making a show of like, well how do they survive? But at the same time like the biggest question is it's like the, again, this this isn't hard sci-fi where they're like, well, can you can you eat the alien, you know, wildlife or is it all toxic? It's like, no, of course you can eat it. Mm-hmm. Eat it? You, well, it's, you bash it on the head and then you eat it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the Galaxy Quest. Uh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Take off the helmet He's like, you could it's, it's breathable to me.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we we should probably do Galaxy Quest at some point. But, oh definitely. But anyway. Um but yeah, like like uh eventually like they they I don't remember too much because I I think it moves like the, the movie starts to shift here uh towards that you know, that, that goal, right. That the dramatic goal of like, well, Davage and Joriba are starting to figure things out.
0: together. Yeah. Well, well, I I think the point that the movie turns on is this idea that like the planet is just too hostile to keep up this bullshit. So Mm -hmm. like there's a, there's a part where they're just like sleeping outside. Um, and all of a sudden just like thousands of meteorites start falling all around them, like on Mm -hmm. fire exploding. um, and uh, Davich is like tied up, and he's like, "Hey, hey, wait! Like, don't, don't leave me here." Um, and so Jeriba just comes back and basically just like cuts one of his main bindings and runs off. And from that point on, he doesn't really make any any further attempt, from what I can recall. Um, no, I take it back. He 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 does keep his hands tied until he frees himself later. But like, mm-hmm. like it, it's, it's to your point. It's very quickly like. When he unties his legs, he never reties his legs. Yeah, when yeah. Davich gets free, he never reties his hands. You know, they're like mm-hmm. it's it's working through it inevitably where it's like, okay, we can't be bothered to keep each other prisoner.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that the uh one of the things that wins um you know wins him over Jereba over is the fact that davish has like this plan right quote unquote Uh yes. plan to protect them from the meteorites and <laughs> that, that this is another sensible chuckle moment where he he spends all like an entire day just <laughs> building like and and let me let me just step back a moment and make clear to anyone who hasn't watched this movie the the trees here are dead trees they're like fossilized trees <laughs> nothing's alive here right so he's like lugging around like these tree trunks that are just like they they look like they've been dead for quite a while and he makes like this little shack and builds, you know, and builds a frame and then he piles stones. He's like, look, it's sturdy. We'll protect us from the meteorites, right? And uh and so uh by this time I think was picked up a couple of words, um, or just is mimicking what what he says. He's like, Yeah, look, sturdy. And he he sort of like kicks the the door frame and steps back and <laughs> and he and suddenly, like, there's a beat, and the entire thing just like <laughs> collapses. <laughs> yes. It's like avalanching and then collapses under its own weight. And he's like, hmm, yes, sturdy.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, doesn't he say that it looks like shit, too? <laughs> yes, I, I think, he does. He does. I think that, yeah, yeah, like, uh, Jareba just goes like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, 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 it's funny because, like, you know we talked about this in uh the 13th warrior you know episode where like it's it's kind of a problem uh to a certain type of movie to just have it where like well they can't just not understand each other the whole time i think to another kind of movie they'd be like oh this is intriguing you know this this actually gives us a lot to work with but um but in kind of like a broad I would say, you know, just post Star Wars, um, you know, family-appropriate mass media, you know, sci-fi film that's not trying to like explore what the nature of communication is. It's like, well, we we just kind of got to fast-forward through the part where they learn each other's language. So, so yeah, like, uh, like uh, Davich is basically like going. Look, sky, sky, and immediately, you know, uh, Dribble would go sky, you know, and and mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, it's it, and vice versa where
1: yeah, yeah. Well I, I I was I was uh, initially cuz I've never seen this before and initially I was like oh of course the the alien has to learn English right uh-huh. <laughs> but then it it does turn it around and and like Davidge m- makes a good attempt and later on it's it's actually sort of sort of touching uh mm-hmm. because like Davidge is actually you know sort of like speaking in I I I would guess in Drakish, uh you know like uh, combining Drak phrases and then ending like Mm -hmm. with an english phrase or something like that and it's just like it's very very interesting um because he he eventually becomes much more sort of aligned and understands what's you know what's going Mm on uh like like he he sort of is one over right Mm -hmm. um and i think that that's that's sort of an interesting angle to approach especially when we're talking about like this is like 85
0: well yeah it's it's interesting that it's it's interesting that the humans kind of look like shit the whole time like really mm-hmm. the only like okay yes like jeriba does need to learn to trust him but he kind of has a pretty good reason not to and it's really <laughs> just like the movie is really about David just being like oh i'm an asshole <laughs> like oh, it's really I'm just, the asshole. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, like because like, I, I, I would definitely say that Joriba goes through a bit of like a bit of personal development, um, but at the same time, like he's not like a he's not like a weird racist warmonger <laughs> like like Davich is.
1: Mm-hmm. right? Right.
0: Like, like pretty I, much the I, first time that Davitch uh, sees him, he just starts like calling him slurs, and he mm-hmm. continues calling him slurs like well into the part where they're like ostensibly friends.
1: <laughs> yes, well, and 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 Davidge is always the one that um that that has like whenever there's a uh, a setback of some sort will immediately resort to like you know like wanting to fight. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> and it's like, dude
1: but but you know at the same time like at the at, on the one hand i'm like dude you you guys are sort of friends with each other already come on man like like he's he's invited you in to learn like yeah. uh, you know like like the the drakish religion and all that shit um uh, uh and, and and yet you know like there's a snowstorm and suddenly you guys are like you're gonna like try to punch him out. What the fuck is going on? But, well, let's, but
0: let's not forget the comparison of uh, the great prophets of uh, humanity. Oh, oh, and, oh uh, that,
1: I, yes. I, I, as I was mentioning, I remembered that I should have set that up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I really did love it. But but it is such a such an American thing, right? Yeah. If, so if, if they had remade it, you know that 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 instead of uh instead of that character it would have been another one that's been mentioned oh, recently God, you know yeah. which one <laughs>
0: yeah but um but yeah yeah it's uh there it, it, there's this little back and forth where i think it's when i think it's when he's building the house at some yeah, point he says, maybe when he's rebuilding it
1: D- davidge says like yeah well you know as they say back home uh, if you if at first you don't succeed, try try again. And uh, there's where Jerebus perks up. And he's like, "Oh, you've studied under Shizmar, the yeah, you know, like." And he's like, "No, I've never studied under no yeah. Shitmar." And, yeah, and, Mickey and he goes, Mouse. So you,
0: you learned this from one of Earth's great prophets. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because what's I, his name? I, yeah, yeah, I learned it from Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> And I y- I do y- love how Jariba is just like hmm, um, because he 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 is that def- like the character of Jariba is is definitely leaning into that like I don't understand jokes or sarcasm like mm-hmm. kind of cliche depiction D- of the like,
1: literalism yeah, yeah yeah
0: exactly um but it is it is entertaining and and it it, it does also kind of throw into contrast the fact that like Jariba is just unerringly sincere. And just mm-hmm. like straightforward all the time, and like Davidge just can't stop fucking like doing Tony Stark quips the entire
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I I did I did like that. You know that in the remake, it wouldn't be Mickey Mouse; it'd be SpongeBob.
0: <laughs> oh, I was gonna say Spider Man, and, and they would do the great power, great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like-
1: well, I mean, that's if that's if uh, Disney just decides to remake it. So yeah. Uh I, you know, and a strange thing they would then make it all CGI. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But anyway, I, go ahead. I, I do love the callback to this scene later where like they have a uh, they're they're talking about like they have some kind of an argument and then um Davidge is, is is like, man, we gotta work together. <laughs> and um and what it comes down to is that uh Davidge apologizes for insulting like the prophet Shizmar and uh Jeriba. Very sincerely apologizes <laughs> for insulting the great prophet Mickey Mouse.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, he says, "Well, you know, uh, come yeah. on, man. When I yeah. said when I said what I said about Shizmar, you know, I, I didn't mean it." Yeah, and, goes, and, goes, oh, and says, "Oh, I I didn't mean it about Mickey Mouse either."
0: Yeah, yeah. he's like he's like I I was wrong. I was wrong <laughs> to say
1: that. Oh my god, Jareba did a no growth on Mickey Mouse. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I. I I love like there's there's moments of like yeah it's it's not a comedy, and it is at times like gut wrenchingly sincere, but like the jokes are like f- fairly funny, I would say and, and
1: sorta of, yeah they they sort of are drawn from the from the actual events that are happening, yeah right? it's there's no fourth wall breaking happening here, yeah. You know. Or, or, you know, whatever the, the, the fucking flavor of quips are these days. Yeah. I, I sound I sound very much like kids get off my lawn type of
0: thing, but. Uh, I'm just imagining Joriba uh, being like, well, that happened.
1: <laughs> <They> fly now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, obviously after a big uh, s- uh, set piece, like action set piece where he threw someone off a cliff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, do we want to do we have anything uh, before we fast forward a little bit towards what we find um, out? There's there's well, just oh, oh, a wait, lot of- Wait, wait. There, there is one thing before we find
0: out. Why well, there's the snake Jereba. creature, right?
1: There's the snake creature. I, I I thought it was more like a a, a an ant lion creature. But it yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Like-
0: yeah. Yeah. Or or like an anglerfish type creature. Yeah. Where they've got. Yeah. There's this weird. This weird creature, very sarlacc like, which which lives at like the bottom, uh,
1: legally distinct sarlacc. Yes. Excuse well, me. Well,
0: I mean, this was before the sarlacc, I believe. Yeah, yeah. This was it's a true. couple of years. Uh... I mean,
1: in any case, I I think it's it's probably a uh, a standard thing to be afraid of things that sort of oh, live no, under the ground I'm sorry. and pull you in.
0: This is this is two years after the uh, two years after Return of the Jedi. So okay, fair plausibly, enough. it is just Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Could be, could be. I don't know. But yeah, I I love that and the weird little like turtle type creature that, uh, mm-hmm. which which seems to be uh, like a, a costume put on top of like a remote controlled car or something. It's great. <laughs> it's it's great. Whatever it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like a it's like a turbo snail type. Yeah, it's like uh, rah, rah, rah. Or, no no actually like a turbo limpet. Yeah, actually yes. There we go um yeah yeah I, I and they they find out later on that the that the turbo limpets actually their shells are hard enough that even mm-hmm. the uh the great sarlacc uh legally distinct thank you mm-hmm. uh is is unable to eat them so uh that's where they have like their you know david has eureka moment he's like the the meteorites we can build a hut with these and they do and it, it's lighter and it it you know it actually is structurally sound and all that good stuff
0: but yeah at, at a certain point um davidge is like if we stay here we're going to kill each other i'm 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 going insane like i need to go exploring and Jareba's is like well i'm i can't go um and uh and so davidge kind of wanders off and travels um he does discover something quite interesting which mm-hmm. is he, he he finds uh i think it's a pepsi can Specifically, mm-hmm. a future uh, Pepsi can. Yes, a future Pepsi can that's like too weird. It it, it looks um it looks like one of those uh, uh what's, it's hourglass what's, shape. What's that pomegranate? Juice? A palm. It looks like yeah, a bottle yeah, of palm. Like
1: <laughs> a palm wow <oil. laughs> Palm wow and uh, Pepsi um, yeah. merger <laughs> happened. Uh,
0: but yeah, and and he he basically realizes that what he's looking at is like a trash heap from these these scavengers who are essentially a, illegal miners who um, take Drax slaves uh, Mm -hmm. and use them as, as like slave labor. Well, he Um, finds,
1: he finds a Drax skull. A Drax skull.
0: Yes. In like a midden pile, basically. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Um, And he, he sort of like, like there's a little bit of a voiceover to give us like information on the scavengers, which, you know, like, like you just said, you know, they're, they're basically, uh, they're, they're not, they're they're illegally uh, like s- strip mining and and doing like mining operations, mm-hmm. but the like himself and like the the whole military apparatus turns a blind eye towards it, which I think is an interesting sort of admission, right? Because it it sort of gives you a nod towards well, okay, this is you know like the empire doesn't necessarily have to just be, you know, like military force. They can also have like, essentially these are, you know, what you would Mm -hmm. call privateers,
0: right? Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Another, another point where it's like, Oh, humans are the bat. Like, like by this point, Jariba has pretty much directly called out, like, no, like you guys are running around trying to conquer everything. People already live on all these planets. And you're like, oh, but they're ours, you know. Um, and then, yeah, you find out that they're like, well, well you know, what's a little bit of slavery between friends? Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. if it serves our purposes, hey, well, you know, it's fine. It, it is interesting that um, like that the humans find uh, slavery of dract to be distasteful or unethical. Like it's it's not that they think that that it's OK. It's that they're like, well, this is. In the context of war, this is fine. We're just kinda gonna not really pay attention to to exactly like you said. It's like, well, they're privateers, kind of. We're not like we don't support their activity, but we also don't really have a problem. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. like
1: ofi- they they don't have an official stance exactly. is the is the thing. And and that is the official stance to then let them continue to to do that. Because i I think it's it, it it makes me think of the um The whole thing that, uh, was in Starship Troopers, remember Mm -hmm. the, the, the space Mormons were the ones that gave the, the, the sort of like the, uh, pretext for them to land on the planet to quote, save them. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: and so, you know, that, that's how you start hostilities, uh, so, so yeah, like, like I think that, you know, to be fair, like if the scavengers, if a scavenger, uh, operation were to be say bombed or under threat, I'm sure that somebody would suddenly find it in, in their interest mm-hmm. to perhaps save them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, that, that isn't, that's neither here nor there because the, the movie doesn't really deal with that. It just simply paints them as sort of like a, a different and distinct, um, Arm of the same sort of human conquest yeah. that's happening.
0: Yeah, it's it's very it's very uh, uh, it's just text that Earth is like an expansionist imperial power. Basically, it's not even It's it's not even implied. They're, like they don't say they, they never quite come right out and have Davitch be like, "Oh, we're conquerors." uh, stealing people's land, you know, <laughs> There, but he basically, by this point, even like, even he is like, okay, yeah, this is, I don't well, really he, have much of a leg to stand on. <laughs> and once yeah. specifically, once Shereeba is like, we've lived on some of these planets for a thousand years before you came and like kicked people off of them.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's, that's an interesting, um, like, again, this is like a, a Something that's coming out in 1985 in yeah. the middle of like the Reagan administration, you know, where it's hoorah, you know, America first and all that good stuff. And you're essentially having a movie that is, like you're saying, in the text of it is saying, yeah, guess what, motherfuckers, <laughs> the frontier suddenly came to you. Yes. We made the frontier and now you are, you. we're contesting it with you because you're part of it. Um, and it, you, it's you might even
0: say it's the tools of empire uh, returning to the metropole.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No way. Um, but yeah, uh, I also liked that he is when Davidge comes back after like being away. <laughs> he went on walkabout. <laughs> mm-hmm. He 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 came back and like when when he's asked directly by J- Jiriba, you "Yo, know, what did you find?" He's like, "Oh, nothing." But but like in a sort of like a shady way. <laughs> like he doesn't really want to talk about it.
0: Yeah. I, I would say at this point, it's ambiguous whether he's like, like it could be because Davich is like, I need to get along with this guy. I better not remind him that we take, you know, Drac slaves. slaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably not going to improve our relationship. Or on the other hand, like maybe he doesn't want, like it, it's, it's also plausible at this point. He's like, well, maybe he doesn't just like, Like he kind of respects him a little bit at least and doesn't want him to like think less of you know, Mm -hmm. less of him, or he doesn't want to scare him, he doesn't want to like freak Mm -hmm. him out. So
1: Right. Well, I I I think the way I took it was that he was sort of ashamed.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is growth, which is significantly different from Davidge at the beginning of the film.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, if Davidge had run across that, he would have probably at the beginning of the film he would have probably denied it. You know, oh, this is like some Drac, some Drax planted this, didn't didn't they? You know, or he would just
0: be like, yes, this is fine, actually. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Make us look bad, or this makes <laughs> this makes us look great. Yep. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh. So so that's where we get the reveal that um that uh Jeriba is uh pregnant. Mhm. Uh and uh I I do love that by this point Davidge absolutely looks uh, very um let's let's just call it uh, young Obi-Wanish.
0: He does. He does. He looks very young Obi-Wan. Um he has a very uh he he looks like if uh, Tom Hanks from Castaway um, instead of shaving, had just like gone to like a barber and been like, "Can you clean this up a little bit, but leave the
1: <laughs> yeah. length?" <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Could you feather this a little? Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I, I that that's the point where I was like, mm, "There's a virgin birth, and he looks this way." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> interesting.
0: I didn't, you know, I didn't think about this at all. That's an interesting. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, hadn't thought I, about that.
1: I, I think, I think it's. Uh, maybe that's just me but I immediately I was like hmm quite wolfian wouldn't you say
0: he, and he did just go and spend some number of days in the desert <laughs> true <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> true I mean it's not hard to spend many days in the desert this whole planet is desert <laughs> that's true apparently that's true um but but yeah so um so then it becomes like this whole uh like I by this time uh before that we we have Jeriba sort of like uh teaching uh Davage like the the Drac language and you know the the wisdom of Shismar uh and and so on and so forth and at this point you know like um he he they, they need to actually they need to move because the the fucking Sarlacc came back,
0: <laughs> yeah. It just busts in underneath their tent or, or their their like pile of you know carcasses. Yep. Uh, <laughs> by the way, we skipped over the scene where the Sarlacc thing grabs Davitch, and I'll just I don't need to say oh, much more about it oof. than when I was a kid that scared the shit out of me.
1: I mean, it it, it looks good bad <laughs> like yeah. his leg gets all fucked up and,
0: and there's something very uncanny about the way that like the weird little grabber tongue thing like rises up out of the sand mm-hmm. it's very um reminiscent of those uh what are those fucking there's like a deep sea worm that has these like these like teeth and will like shoot up from out of the sand and grab oh, the, stuff.
1: Y- the 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 bobbit worm
0: bobbit worm yes yes the bobbit worm yes thank you um terrible fucking things but uh it definitely looks like this <laughs> yes
1: yes um or, or like uh the the weird um the weird paddle uh tentacle that a squid may oh, have oh
0: yeah very much so you're right
1: um but yeah, like like it just like fucking macerates his fucking leg, and you know that that's another s- sequence where Joribba basically slowly nurses Davage back to health. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh yeah, you know, but 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 yeah, suffice to say, it 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 comes back for seconds. Um,
1: <laughs> or or it's another one because uh, yeah, you know, they it, it, it's decided that uh, yeah, you know, it's going to you know avenge the death of the original one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh you killed my father, prepare to die.
0: <laughs>
1: but um but yeah, so so it, but this time it goes after Jariba, Uh and it, it sort of like latches around his neck and um and it's uh Davage who grabs like a gigantic like burning piece like a an ember uh, <laughs> the size of his head, and just shoves it into the 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 creature's maw and and it lets go like he chops off the tentacle and it lets go, and it's like sitting there like agonizing as a, i I hate you know, like I can imagine <laughs> the creature going like I hate that I have a an instinctual need to swallow whatever it's put in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> What type of evolution was this? Um, so yeah, they, they escape and then they have to find, like, they, they move to like a, in the midst of a blizzard, they, they move to like this, you know, la- very large cavern. Uh, and uh, they, they stay there for quite a while until, you know, like basically Driba is ready to give birth.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, there's a line um that really that rather surprised me. Uh, right, right as he's going into labor, um, he starts saying like, "Oh, there's." I, th- I think he starts saying, uh, "Oh no, uh, gosh, I forget where it comes up." It, I if if it's when he says, if it's when uh, Joruba says, "Like, there's something wrong," um, but Davitch says, "Well, it's fine." You know, women always get nervous before labor, mm, and Joruba yep. says, "I am not a woman." And then Davidge says, pregnant well, well, pregnant people then. Pregnant people. Yes. Oh, and I was like, Whoa, the movie's woke. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's that, got the woke mind virus. It's
1: got the woke mind virus. It comes from space. <laughs> yeah, but
0: I was I was surprised by it. I was like, wow, I didn't I didn't yeah, yeah, expect I, the film to I, do. I,
1: I honestly was surprised by that because it's like wow, okay, yeah. Nineteen eighty five, we, we we had this we had this down already.
0: Yeah, if if the racist Earth uh fighter pilot can get this right. I mean, come on guys, it's not that hard. Someone <laughs> hasn't been reading their Shizmar.
1: <laughs> or Mickey Mouse for
0: that Or, or, or Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh anyway, um so so yeah, so uh I actually sort of liked uh before that, before you know the the uh Jeriba is like you know th- there's something wrong with the pregnancy he he uh he he's like making like these little pants oh yeah <laughs> he's like I love the- <laughs> Z- Zamis and I was like wait is that is that like the the drag word for pajamas Pajamas, like, yeah, zamis <laughs> and he's
0: like
1: then it becomes clear that Zamis is the name that he's chosen for his he you know his offspring- or their offspring or mm-hmm. its offspring um and so uh the the issue then becomes you know, like well you know jeriba wants to teach Davidge uh like his lineage oh
0: i yes i love i love this part. I
1: really love that and and Davidge is like you know trying to it's like it, it's such a, I just found it such like a, an American thing where he's like well he he could only go back to his grandma and grandpa. If any further than that, he doesn't remember shit, and, you know?
0: And and to be fair, Jeriba makes fun of him for that and is like, that's a very thin lineage. And he goes, Yeah, I guess <laughs> it is kind of thin. But but at the same time, like I thought it was touching that Jeriba is like is like, no, like this this genuinely is a great honor that you've told me about your parents, Carl and Dolores. Um, and you know, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it, there's this aspect of, um, I think one of the things that wins over the character of Davitch is, is that like Jariba is so unerringly sincere. Mm-hmm. So, like, to Davitch, he's like, Oh, yeah, I'm just telling you about my stupid, goofy parents. And Jariba's like, No, like, this is a great honor. You've told me about your family. Like, thank you for telling me about the, you know, about your family, Davitch. And it's like, Oh, like, he's, like, he's a nice guy and he's, ser- and he's sincere all the time, whereas all that Davidge can do is be like ironic and joke about stuff.
1: Right, right. And, and I think that he himself didn't think, you know, like Davidge himself didn't think that his family was much of anything.
0: Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly.
1: And, you know, but, but to have it reflected back to him and repeated back to him as like, sort of like with honorifics mm-hmm. makes him sort of like, yeah, like, like, like you said, it, it sort of opens his eyes to his own past, right. Mm-hmm. His own lineage. And, and therefore once he can, like, it, it's, what is the, the, the phrase that he, uh, that, that Jeriba says from Shizmar is like, you know, the to show the enemy love. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah uh do not you know even if the enemy gives you uh you know like is violent towards you you know mm-hmm. try to show them love uh because that is what will win them over and and honestly that's what he's doing here right he's reflecting and repeating back to davidge his own lineage with the love that he he himself should have had when when he mm-hmm. he sort of announced or gave their names and and part of it is that you know, like Davidge, being an, being an American, you know, doesn't think much of his own family, uh, or doesn't think that mm-hmm. they're very important, or you know, like they haven't made a bunch of money, or you know, the, his grandpa was a farmer. Maybe he doesn't remember very well, and mm-hmm. his grandma cooked. That's all he knows, you know, and and so he he sort of devalued his own. Lineage and Jariba's there to sort of like say no no this is this is your lineage you should find it precious and therefore Davidge seeing it that way learns to appreciate it and therefore is ready to receive uh, Jariba's lineage, right mm-hmm. to to sing to the Holy Council on Dracon
0: yes yeah yeah that I I love that 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 note um, uh, that they introduce when. When they have this conversation, which is, yeah, like to to become part of Drac society, you have to appear before the council and repeat your entire lineage back to like the founding of Drac culture. Um, mm-hmm. And they don't they don't say what will happen if, you know, if you don't do this or if you can't do this. Um, but it certainly seems to like it, it seems it seems to be like it establishes who you are or, the you know, the legitimacy of your personhood or like who you are as an individual where you came from within jack culture mm-hmm. um which 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 is which is again like it's it's just one of those it's one of those sci-fi culture touches that um i think is it, it can be easy to feel cheap if it's not used for anything to be like oh well this you know this this group of a you know uh, space aliens does this and these ones do this. They have a you know a ritual feast once a year called Kahula, you know whatever it is. Um, but like the the fact that there is a touch of that this is then mined for pathos, um, and that they they try to make you the audience then care about it later. I think makes it a much more durable and humanizing to use an ironic turn of phrase touch that it might be in a different sci-fi movie to be like, to be clear.
1: Yeah. Well, I I also think that it, 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 to your point, it humanizes them precisely, right? Because we have our own birth mm-hmm. rituals, right? That then we we need to find out, like, who's the mother, who's the father, mm-hmm. you know, who's the official, like, who's going to be the, you know, the the stand-in. Like, if you're baptized, you need to have a godmother and a godfather, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so on and so forth. You know, at least in, in Catholic tradition. I don't know what happens with in anything else. but But, like, you know, many of our own religions have a similar sort of, like – it's not even a rite of passage because that happens later. It's it's simply who are you? Where did you come from?
0: Who is your daddy and what does he do?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, but yeah, like, uh, and and you know, to be fair, uh, I thought that this was th- this was where the movie was moving into its third third act, right? Mm-hmm. Where basically he gives birth. That's it. But no, no, no. Uh, sadly, uh, <laughs> Joriba does have something very wrong happen, um, and dies giving birth. And but um, but
0: not before he disconcertingly says to to, to Davich, "You must open me." Um, mm-hmm. And Davich <laughs> is like, ah, and like, "No, <laughs> absolutely <Stop. laughs> not." And he's like, "No, no, like you have to pro- you have to swear, like you you have to swear." To take care of this child, and David is like, uh, and also you have to cut me off.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can say yes to the first thing. Wait, wait, hold on. What's yeah. <laughs> the second thing again? Um, yeah. So, so, um, after Driba passes, he he's able to sort of like dig into the 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 body cavity and pull out. And and props to the to really the production team, uh, for really capturing. You know, like they—they they must have really gotten a, a a newborn baby on set because, you know, all newborn babies look sort of lizard-like. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that includes myself, except that I had a full head of hair. Lizards generally, you know, I, I looked like a lizard with a the with hairpiece, I guess. Uh,
0: yeah, the the alien baby looks good. It's a yeah, it's yeah. a good looking prop. It's got like. I assume it's a prop and not a baby. I have to assume that you cannot <laughs> no, legally I'm, put prosthetic, I'm, I'm, you know, latex I'm, prosthetics all over it, like oh yeah, a, I'm, a three. I'm sure, old. It's,
1: I'm sure it's a hand puppet and uh it's it's uh, <laughs> Dennis Quaid's uh arm that you see is a fake arm, you know. Uh but but yeah, like uh yeah, I, I was almost expecting it at a at a later date. It's like I was expecting it to pop open its eyes and go like, not the mama. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, like um the the when when zamis is a little bit more grown and and i i love that they do a fade to black and and the voiceover is like uh, of course uh the drac uh don't what was it the, the drac don't have uh normal human growth yeah like, yeah great.
0: they they grow just a little bit faster than uh than humans <laughs> yeah something
1: like that and uh like the 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 child actor that they used, poor kid, he he had a bunch of prosthetics on his face too, um, is is adorable. I, I got to admit, he's he's I great.
0: Believe his name is Bumper Robinson or Robertson, I, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Um,
0: and he does, uh, he's done a lot of voice work. He's done a whole lot of, um, if you've ever seen like the DC animated universe um, shorts and films, he's he's done voice work in a few of those, among other things and some transformers and so on. So he's still he's he's still kicking around uh, yeah, in the yeah. industry. I think he does a I I think he comports himself quite well in this film. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I I thought he, he did rather well for himself, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like then this is this is the the weirdest turn that this movie takes because suddenly you you get like I I mentioned right at the beginning, this is very much away in the manger. And then it turns into John Brown. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like what the fuck?
0: Yeah, um, there's a so there's a couple things before it becomes yes, John Brown, as you say, um, J- John Brown. Who God, you're right. It is a Christ thing because he even comes back from the dead. I forgot about that. <laughs> you're um, right. But uh, but there there's a really f- great scene. Well, it's it's it, it 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 becomes a very good scene, but there's a very weird scene where he's like, "I'm gonna teach this. I'm gonna teach you to play football." Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh so uh, uh, the other scene that's that's touching actually. Before we get to that, is where he's trying to get the the Drac uh, Zamas to to eat, um, and he's like, "All we've got are these like nutrient bars." And, uh, people, you cannot give solid food to a newborn, whether they're human <laughs> or Jack, um, but. Uh, um, Davitch like ch- mimes chewing on a piece, and then he goes, "Oh, like I can." And he he basically like uh, baby birds him, where he like mm-hmm. he he chews the food and then and then puts it in his mouth. But anyway, um, once he's grown up, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna teach him to play football." And the the thing that killed me was not the was not the actual football, which is funny, but the fact that he puts like a big football jersey number. On the back of Zamas' like jumpsuit, in 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 like tape or paint or something, he writes like a big nineteen on his back.
1: Oh man, I
0: love I love like I feel like there's a subtext here that like D- Davitch has gone like uh like fully insane. <laughs> from being stranded from so <laughs> long. Because <laughs> he he definitely gets rather weird in addition to becoming like, you know, a nicer person. He also does get fairly strange. Well,
1: you know, he doesn't have Will Simon.
0: I'm he going to teach volleyball. you to play football with a big weird alien mushroom. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so uh and then we find out what happens on the off-world colonies mm-hmm. because uh, uh what's his name? Uh, is it Brian Jones? Uh Shit! What is his name? Um, the guy that's know. Leon in uh, in in Blade Runner.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're. I, I think you're right. Wow, I didn't even Brian realize James? that. Yeah.
1: It, well, I mean, he's got he's got uh, his hair is black this time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, or maybe it's B- Brian Johnson. Uh, no, Brian James. On. Brian James. James. There we go. Yeah. Uh, it, it shows up, uh, and and yeah. You know, this is a guy, sadly, he's he's always a guy that's been typecast, I guess, because he looks the way he looks. <laughs> been typecast as, like, a bad guy in so many movies. You you know immediately that he's a bad guy. Uh, and he's a bad guy <laughs> in mm-hmm. this movie. Surprise, surprise. Uh, immediately decides that he's going to, uh, like, Zamis goes to sort of investigate, even though um, – Davitch has told him, you know, stay away. Don't, you know, don't go over there. Blah blah. He he mentioned. I think he mentions that they've got drac people over there, but mm-hmm. to not go oh, and engage.
0: Well, yeah. So that's 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 the thing that I forgot to mention that becomes touching about the football scene is that I forget how it happens, but like Zamus winds up like looking at his hands. Um, and there, there's an oh, earlier right, there's right. an earlier conversation where where he's like, how come? How like how come I don't look like you? How come I have a different number of fingers? And Davitch is like, well, I'm human, and you're a drac, and you're, and he goes like, well, what? Why am I a drac? And he goes, well, because your 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 parent was a drac. That's why you're a drac. Um, and then in in this scene, um, he's kind of looking at his his three fingers to Davitch's five again. Um, and, and he starts going like, I wish I wasn't a Jack I wish I wasn't ugly. I wish I looked like you. Um, and, uh, and it's, it, again, it's very touching. It's, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of achingly sincere, but I do think mm-hmm. it's touching. And he's like, no, 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 like you're, you are like a beautiful Jack you know, uh, you just, you've just, you've just never seen another Jack you know, like I'm, mm. I'm happy that you're a drac uh, you know, and. Uh, Zamas says, like, what was my parent like? And David says, your parent was my friend. And that's what he tells them. hmm Yeah. Them.
1: Yeah. And so that I guess that's what sort of prompts Zamas right. to go. Right. Because he's like, okay, well,
0: did I want to see some other Jack? Yeah.
1: And, uh, and it ends very badly, um, And, uh, like, like, like you alluded to, um, in the altercation, uh, Zamas continues to be captured because, um, even though, uh, Davidge, you know, comes running to try to save him and, and does pretty well for himself and kills a couple of guys, uh, he gets shot. With his fucking
0: bow and arrow, man. With his
1: bow and arrow. Yep. Uh, but he gets shot and, uh, and in one of the f- most darkly funny scenes in this entire movie, like like Brazil level absurd, uh, you get another shot uh, from space of the space, like the space fortress or whatever. And there's like a weird wreath, and you hear like uh, like like the 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 voiceover. You know, is basically like some sort of eulogizing tape recorded <laughs> eulogizing <laughs> it's thing. Great. And they have like these bodies on a conveyor belt and they just push a button and they drop out into space and they drop a wreath after them too. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I was like sitting there going like, how, what, what movie does this actually belong to? But yeah, it's because very this strange. One, it's very strange, but I loved it. It's
0: it's wonderful. Yeah. It's very Starship Troopers, very Verhoeven Starship Troopers where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, these are the baddies.
1: <laughs> They're bad guys. And then and, Oh, and then uh, as you get the interior shot, you get you you hear that the 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 recordings get he starts garbling. He's like, "God damn it! This fucking you know this damn thing is messing up again. Turn it off. Turn it off. Okay, hold on." Uh, and, and in the process, like basically, they they. Um, they come across uh, a body that does not have the tags displayed prominently on the outside of the body bag. So they have to open it and surprise, surprise it's Davage. Uh, and they think that the, he's, they, they notice he's got like a little chain around his neck. He's, ah, like, oh, there, there's his tags. And it's actually the, the little, uh, shismar, uh text that he's been given <laughs> instead of, and that's where he suddenly he comes back to life and grabs the motherfucker by the throat. And, it's great,
0: I love it it's yeah, it's very it's it's like a more aggressive version of um. Robin Williams in Jumanji. Like, what year is it? <laughs> like, exploding well, the, the, up out of his space coffin.
1: I also love that you get the shot immediately. a sort of like almost a smash cut of him, like on a little uh, a little space stretcher, yeah. automated space <laughs> stretcher, just like just zooming down the mm-hmm. the the uh, the corridor. I,
0: I have forgotten. I always forget how much you actually see of like like the Human Alliance or whatever it's called like mm-hmm. starships like there's like in my mind i don't think anybody ever really talks about like the space combat parts of this film or like the military parts of this film you would get the impression that it takes place basically only on the planet but there's a fair like they clearly spent a fair chunk of change um on like the space station sets and like the models and stuff and like it looks it looks good for what little you see of it
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah. And I, I, I do love like the, the, the glimpses you get because it, it does sure it does sort of show how um, like in the design aspects, it does show, sort of show you how utilitarian everything is Yep. Uh, to the point that now you have a conveyor belt <laughs> so Yeah. so that you could you know, just like press a button and, and like uh, give everyone their last rights. <laughs> <It's sort laughs> of a- almost automated, uh, some hairy technician is just like pressing a button, like yeah, fucking yeah, press press play on the eulogy, press the button to open the trap door. This is it. Are they serving meatloaf in the cafeteria again today? God damn it! <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, so then we get this um, this whole sequence where he's sort of like Davidge is is back. He he gets a haircut. He's back to regulations, baby. <laughs> uh and, and he wants to go back he 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 needs to go back to save you know like uh save Zamis because he he made the promise mm-hmm. to to Driba that he would actually take him before the holy council in Dracon so uh i i did love um which is something that uh, God I, I I really do not like about more recent sci-fi movies that have sort of mm-hmm. militaristic organizations this actually gives you a fair bit of exactly what happens right you can't do like granted they need to make the plot go forward so he's not thrown in the brig when he's defying orders they let him go mm-hmm. <laughs> they let him tr- go to the ships and the the hangar bay but like everyone's like telling him no you can't you cannot you are not given permission to exit the hangar bay you know and and, and there's you know like obviously there's a, an implication that there's consequences to be had if he if he defies orders anymore and he he just blows. He yeah. blows the hangar doors open. He's like, oh, I, did you let me into this uh, spaceship that's fully armed and operational? <laughs>
0: yeah, it is. It, it's it's a cool little bit, and, and yeah, it's. I love how they're like they're not sure. Like, has he defected to the Drak? Like, why is this guy? Like, he can talk the Drak language. He's got one of their like one of their like holy books on him. I I do like the immediate suspicion. That he's treated with just the fact that he like, and also the fact that he like sees Drac as like somewhat human seems Mm. is probably also like an alarm bell. Like, "Hmm, what's wrong with this guy? He's not uh, he's not racist anymore. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Look, we we spent fifteen million (laughs) dollars trying to make him racist through boot camp and and training. Uh, look. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, he he flies back down to the planet. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I'm this, just
0: thinking about I'm just thinking about Armageddon being like it's 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 easier to train racists to be astronauts than to train astronauts to be racists.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I my mind went to boot camp. It's just like <laughs> it's just like basically you do push ups and you have to like sound off slurs oh, every time you complete a, a push up. You know. <laughs> Uh yeah anyway uh yeah I mean it, it's I don't know that's too far off the mark <laughs> especially in the eighties uh but anyway um I, I would say that this is where it transitions into John Brown returns back to <laughs> uh, Harper's Planet uh, yeah uh because like this whole sequence like they he basically just goes down with. <laughs> With the intent to like just demolish this this mining operation, it's great. I loved it. Uh, Yeah, he just
0: just fucking goes in blasting.
1: (laughs) Yep, yep. He's he know he knows what he needs to do. He's just Uh, he
0: he he goes from Robinson Crusoe to John Rambo, basically.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. So so and it's it's. You know, there's there's a couple of harrowing sequences where they they just like throws like uh, Brian Jameson's character Jameson right uh, mm-hmm. character just like tosses him into like like uh, the 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 different smelter uh, <laughs> the like uh, contraptions that are like on a conveyor belt and you're like Jesus Christ he just really wants to fucking kill this kid, um, uh, yeah I. I, I I did not really shed a tear when he himself gets shot and falls oh, no. into into a smelting <laughs> a smelting pot uh you know full of uh, what what I would imagine is supposed to be um you know like uh molten metal or ore yeah. or something like that uh it looks a little too watery, but you know I did not see it <laughs> I pretend I do not see. Um, <laughs> Uh but yeah, like like I really enjoyed this and I I also enjoyed that the Drac, even though it's obvious that he's not coming to sort of like do anything to them, they hang back a little bit because they're not <laughs> they're they're not trusting any human mm-hmm. just yet. Mm-hmm. Until it becomes very clear that he is basically blasting every human every other human on this mining operation. That they sort of like, oh, you are uncle.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yes, I love, I love the you are uncle because it's like it is, it is kind of funny how how Davich like is effectively the father, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. and but he's like, well, no, no, I'm uncle. I can't be, you know. It's it, it's like it, it makes sense in the context. Um, it is, it is like, it, it, there's, there's a lot of cross-cultural, uh, cross-cultural context there, we we shall say. <laughs> uh
1: uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I did like, I did like all of this. Uh, I, I found it rather, um, that, that his former, um, squad mates are e- so easily convinced was a little. Uh,
0: yeah. It is a little bit like, Oh, we're at the end of the movie. Everyone needs to yeah. learn their lesson now.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. But you know what? I, I, I enjoyed most of this movie, um, to, to a degree that, um, uh, again, I pretend I do not see it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and especially because I think the end, I, th- I think the way that the ending ends, um, it just kills it so like so hard. Um with where, the
1: with the shot of uh, holy dracon.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it says I, it's it says something like um so like it, it basically goes you know once they leave the mining craft that like you know the the film pretty rapidly ends and the kind ca- of the camera kind of like pans up to the stars and says, you know, and um William Davich fulfilled his promise to uh to, to Dereba um, you know, he took Zamas to the Drac homeworld Dracon, where he recited, you know, 150 generations and entered Drak society. And then, yeah, what you were saying. And then it ends with, and when in the fullness of time, Zamas brought its own child before the Holy Council. The name of Willis of Willis Davich was added to the line of Jeriba. which is just like that's such a good that's such a good like. I don't know. It's it. It gives that little bit of like emotional closure, you know. It's it's a it's a nice writerly touch. Like that's one of those mm-hmm. things where I read this and I'm like, oh, you can feel the novella, mm-hmm. um, coming through here. Like there's something about this movie that this is this is the most novella movie I have ever seen. <laughs> it, <laughs> it it feels like a novella.
1: No, no, you're you're not wrong. I mean, it, it moves along at a nice clip. Um, I mean, most novellas are supposed to do that, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, so l- let's get into a little. I mean, b- <laughs> before we 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 extend further than the actual length of the movie, why don't we talk a little bit about the uh, the 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 shall we say the uh, the, the birthing pains of this yeah. movie?
0: <laughs> so, so the version of Enemy Mind that you see before you. Uh was directed by Wolfgang Peterson, who um, also directed Das Boot and The NeverEnding mm-hmm. Story and uh, several other things, too. But those are probably the most the most well-known to just the Th-
1: – Those are the, the – what is it? 1981 Das Boot, 1984 NeverEnding Story, yeah, and story. then
0: Enemy Mine, yes. And, I mean, he, he kept working. He did In the Line of Fire, mm-hmm. Outbreak, Air Force One, Perfect, Perfect Storm, Storm, Troy. Troy. I don't know what Poseidon is. What's Poseidon? Is that
1: the Poseidon adventure remake?
0: It is. Yes. It's, yes. That's, I didn't even know that they made that, but I mean, up to, up to Perfect Storm and maybe Troy, I guess like that's, you know, I, I mean, this movie fucking bombed, um, mm-hmm. but you know, he got, he got through it. Looks like he, looks like, he, oh, that's right. In the line of fire. That's right. That's a Clint movie. Yeah. I could see, you know, I mean, either he got lucky or he, I don't know, he worked his ass off or something, but you know. He kept working. He kept his career going even after.
1: But well, I mean, it's it's funny because Shattered really bombed uh, even after this one. So they gave him another chance and he got into in the line of fire and that one really did well.
0: Well, here's the reason why that might have happened um, is he was not the original director of this film. It was originally supposed to be directed by Richard Lon Crane, um, who I believe – we didn't we do uh didn't we do Brimstone and Treacle at some point? I think I had to skip the episode.
1: I do Did not Did you ever remember this? No? No, no.
0: Okay, maybe maybe that's just something that uh friend of the pod Maddie has uh, suggested. I believe mm. that she has mentioned liking that film. Um but uh Richard Longcrane was supposed to uh direct it and um basically spent like fifteen to twenty million dollars uh, shooting completely unusable footage. Um, basically, uh, according to Lou Gossett Jr., um, the, the original director, Richard Longcrane, was like, Okay, so we're gonna shoot in Iceland, um, and we're gonna use this particular guy for the prosthetics. Um, and apparently, first of all, Lou Gossett Jr.'s makeup, like original makeup design looked terrible. I couldn't even find pictures of it online, but they basically said that it, it looked like sub Star Trek. Um, and also, uh, apparently, like due to the weather, they were never able to film in any of the parts of Iceland that look like other planets. So they were just kind of like, like it literally just looked like somebody in a really bad costume running around like a regular ass <laughs> landscape. Yeah. Um, and after seven or eight weeks of filming, they were like, "Okay, we're we I'm sorry, like you are absolutely not succeeding at making this movie like you're out of here, basically um and they brought they they approached wolfgang peterson who who turned it down and said, "I don't first of all, I don't like sci-fi um and second of all, I don't want to clean up somebody else's mess." And then I guess he was persuaded to read the script, um, and was attracted to kind of like the sentimentality, uh, and and kind of like the 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 interpersonal side of the story. And so he agreed to come in and basically reshoot the whole movie. He threw out all of the original footage. He threw out the the costume design. So basically anything that was shot in that first seven or eight weeks, um, completely thrown out. Uh, and so. It's it's plausible to me that, that that comes across not as failing with the movie, but maybe that's like doing a solid, you know, and mm-hmm, doing your yeah. best. And it's like maybe like, okay, you know what? You did turn it around and you made something that it bombed, but hey, you know, you came into a ship that had already set sail, effectively. Yeah.
1: Did did you notice who the uh the screenplay was by?
0: No, I did not.
1: Uh Edward Kamara, uh who also did Lady
0: Hawk. Oh no! Shit! Look at that! Damn. Yeah,
1: it's, it's pretty good. Also, uh, Dragon: The Bruce Lee Story. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Merlin: The the miniseries. Uh, I, I don't recognize a lot of the other ones I, uh, after that. But um, also, uh, I guess producer on the original British House of Cards.
0: Oh wow! Um, speaking speaking of connections to other films oh no no um, I'm sorry
1: I'm sorry That that is a different I'm sorry that is not the House of Cards that we know it is a different oh it's, it's, it's a different House of Cards okay <laughs>
0: yes. it's
1: just it as Tommy Lee Jones and I was like no Tommy really? Lee Jones isn't British huh.
0: yeah <laughs> that would be a very strange British person Ka- Kathleen
1: I Turner and Tommy Lee Jones weird Okay, I don't think I'm there's sorry.
0: any British person that looks like Tommy Lee Jones I, I think that that is a purely American phenotype <laughs> 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 he looks too much like a cowboy um Here's somebody who, so uh, apparently Peter Jurassic, who was Lando Malari in Babylon Five, is in like a very minor background role in this. Um, but somebody who is uh, recognizable, or at least was, was recognizable to me, and I was like, "Who the? I was like, "Who the hell is this? She looks familiar." Um, Carolyn McCormick was one of the other pilots um, mm-hmm. in uh, Davidge's squadron at the beginning of the movie. Um, and if you've ever watched Law and Order, she played Doctor uh, Elizabeth Olivet, who is the clinical psychologist who has appeared in, I think, I, I think every single season of Law and Order, um, of the original show. Uh, and so, I mean, I'm not sure how well this paid, but Law and Order seems to have basically, you know, paid her bills for, for a great many years <laughs>
1: the house that propaganda built yes okay <laughs> uh yeah yeah i mean it, it's all good I, it's funny because you you said uh the the clinical psychologist and i thought bd
0: wong oh yeah no 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 um it's it, i i have to say like the this movie is so funny in like where it where it really nails things and where it's like yeah this isn't important like The sci-fi ness of the sets is very is very high. Like they look very sci-fi, but they also kind of look like TV sets. Again, they look like very good TV sets. So they're they're like we nailed the sci-fi aspect, but we're not going to worry too much about you know this doesn't need to look like Ivanhoe. Um, But uh, what 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 is kind of I forget where I was going. I apologize.
1: You said that the, the the parts that it nails versus oh, the parts. Oh, oh. I guess.
0: What, what, what's funny is that I had formed this opinion um, and then I looked up uh, contemporary reviews and I forget if it was Ebert or if it was someone else um, who said exactly that. They were like, wow, th- this movie has stellar performances, um, a, a good script – and like the art design is good, but everything else they just kind of punted. On. <laughs> it feels like I think, it. I,
1: if I remember correctly, Ebert gave it like two and a half stars. Yeah, uh, Siskel, however, weirdly gave it a very glowing review. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and like you said, I think at the time it was widely panned. Oh, um, it's,
0: it it lost so much money. Um, mm-hmm. This movie cost forty million dollars in nineteen eighty five dollars to make. And mm-hmm. uh, distribute so.
1: Oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, like critically as well. Uh, paid, yeah, so. yeah,
0: no, it was, it, it, it was like you know, pff, it, it would be on par with like not a legendarily bad movie, but like not a good, like an expensive and not good movie, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's no Ish Star. Let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, I need to it. I need to, re, I need I need to, to watch it, Ish Star. Yeah. I've never watched it.
1: I I watched it when I was like maybe 18. Uh, and I got to admit that I, again, the young Carlo, I mean, even not so young Carlo knew, didn't know shit from shit. So
0: not, no, not uh, my favorite rapper. Uh, <laughs> not so young Carlo,
1: <laughs> but MC Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyway yeah I, I, when i saw a, a lot of the i guess a lot of the um the, the the satire or what have you probably flew over my head um but but now i might get a lot more of the the, the weird uh because basically like not to derail this completely but but ishtar is basically uh the, the story of what is it? Uh, industry, industry plant, mm-hmm. <laughs> except that they're, they're planted by the industry that they're planted by is the CIA or
0: whatever.
1: <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So, so I, I, you know, I have to say that I was, I was very charmed by this movie and I, I know that it it had been on my sort of radar for years and years, but I've never sat down to watch it, you know? Uh, yeah, it's
0: it's a it's a surprising movie. It's very it's it's a very strange movie. Like just its existence is strange, its sincerity is strange. It 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 doesn't look like a big like a huge budget movie, but at the same time like it's very committed to being sci-fi. I think that mm-hmm. that's that's one of the things that's unusual about it is when I call this a like the the most obviously a sci-fi novella story it, 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 what, what i mean is like it's very interested in exploring questions that are typically explored in like 60s and 70s you know mm-hmm. like hard sci-fi like it's like well what does it mean for two species to you know come into contact What what does it mean for them to try to survive together it, you know it, it it's kind of like an archetypal pulp uh framing but then but then it it doesn't focus on the survival aspects, as you observe. Like this is not really an adventure movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a it's like a melodrama. It's like a human melodrama, essentially, which which is which which is something com common to see in a Hugo or Nebula winning story, like typically a hugo and nebula winning story from the 70s even the late 70s is not just going to be like like an action yarn it's going to be kind of like social or philosophical in some way or
1: right right and 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 to be fair like i i like i mentioned it earlier i i stand by it i do feel like this um you know we we see it through a different lens now right but like if you 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 didn't know anything about you know the 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 moment this came out this very much feels like you know sort of like this cold war like how do these two opposing mm-hmm. powers you know get together how can they work together you know and mm-hmm. blah blah and and I, <laughs> I i but also i find it really sort of um like if it's in the original novella, then kudos, man. Barry Longyear, you 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 nailed it. Because he you know, like if it is in the original novella, that it's like very much like, well, you know, um it's it's a away in a manger you know, morphs <laughs> into John Brown uh you know, like a rebellion type of thing, well then yeah, hell yeah, go for it. I, I like it.
0: Well this um, is a y you know, honestly, this is this is a very um uh what's what's his name? Um Edward John Stark. Uh n- n- novel. Oh,
1: you're you're talking about uh, Lee Brackett's Yeah, uh, yeah, Lee brackets um <laughs> Conan the Barbarian in space.
0: <laughs> yeah, because uh, basically every single one of those stories and and probably fully half of all stories that she ever wrote involves some kind of like enslaved alien species and a human who starts off either opposed to them or doesn't care and then it's like wait I I have to liberate these people from you know the tyranny of humankind it's like it's like a very Lee Brackett type story (laughs) frankly
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I could. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, because it is very much um, like the 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 the, the themes here are very interested in, you know, what what exactly are, you know, the borders of front? What is the frontier? What is the border of it? uh, What happens if we impose a frontier without sort of even checking to see if there are people there, you know, you know, because it's essentially the the area of space that the Drac occupies can is sort of like on paper rendered terra nullis. You know, right? So, exactly. So you're fine. Go ahead, explore and conquer and do everything. And if you find anyone there, just blast them because they don't belong there. It's mm-hmm. ours.
0: Oh, it's here? Here's an interesting point. Uh, apparently, the film's greatest success. Was in the former Soviet Union. Well, it, it wasn't the former Soviet Union at the time. It was the Soviet Union. It was the first Western sci-fi film to be shown in Soviet theaters. Apparently,
1: I can see that. Which is, I can which definitely is see that.
0: Yeah. So maybe, maybe it wasn't. Uh, maybe it wasn't Rocky Four, and maybe it wasn't uh, the Wall coming down. I think it was Enemy Mine that ended mm. the Cold War and brought everyone together. <laughs> well see, they
1: they they uh they they used uh sci-fi as propaganda. You know? That's right. <laughs> win win over hearts and minds. Um but yeah, uh anyway, I, I think that we're close to approaching the, the length of the movie yes, itself. We so we, we
0: have- must both uh uh go off and recite the line of Jeriba. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> for I am Carlos, son of Tom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, folks go watch it if you haven't, uh, done so already, or if you have rewatch it,
0: watch uh, it again. and then,
1: yeah, it, it's, 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 a, it it's actually rather fun. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. exactly a tight 90, but it's very close. Mm-hmm. Um, a
0: good movie to pair this with would be Outland, uh, the Sean Connery, mm-hmm. um, high noon in space.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, given, given that it's a Western, yeah, I would absolutely say that it, uh, Outland. Like, I, I've always entertained that the aesthetics in Outland uh, make me always think that it's happening in the Aliens and uh, 2001 yeah. universe.
0: I should watch Outland. Man, it's been a while. But yes. It's it's
1: it's a good one. It's a good yeah.
0: one. But yeah, this movie's worth watching. It's not, it's not super long. And it is weirdly kid-appropriate. Apart from like one scene where there's a bit of blood and they do say shit once. Um, mm-hmm. The rest of the time... Uh, for like a foul-mouthed ornery uh, fighter pilot, um, Dennis Quaid will will be like, get your butt moving. (laughs) It's
1: (laughs) It's very strange. Yeah, this is a uh, PG-13 movie. Gee whiz,
0: (laughs) you knucklehead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I built a shelter for us, you ding dong. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, uh, Kurt, thanks for giving me an excuse to see this one. Uh, I had not before. So everyone out there, Everyone out there, watch this, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time here on Podside.